The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast, and good morning, everyone on the West Coast. Today, we're going to talk about thinking that will rock your world. My guest is is a fabulous woman, Diane Collins. She's an original thinker and one of the foremost thought leaders of our time. She's the author of the acclaimed book, Do You Quantum Think? New Thinking That Will Rock Your World. Diane consults with executives in the world's leading corporations, including AT&T, CNN, DuPont. And in this new system called Quantum Think, her life is dedicated to helping people live spirited, joyful, and masterful lives through leaps in awareness. Welcome, Diane, to our program. Thank you so much, Patricia. I was very excited to be here with you today because I love the way that you characterize yourself and your purpose as a catalyst for positive change. A lot of people talk about change, but Mm. you're really specifying the kind we, we desire. Well, thank you. Yes, I see myself as the the go-between, the catalyst between the audience and between your message, trying to help you get your message out to them in a way that they understand it, and um, and that's what I do, and it's very special. <laughs> very much so. Thank you. All right, well, let's talk about this new revolutionary new way of thinking that you call quantum think. How did you develop this? Where did it come from? Well, I'll tell you where it came from, from looking in the world (laughs) and seeing that there was a disconnect between what we want as, you know, as individuals and in our society and communities and the world at large about the kind of harmony we want, the kind of things that you, you and your guests talk about on your shows. And the disconnect was between wanting it knowing how to get it, actually, with all the wisdom available at the touch of a smartphone today, and yet still missing the mark, still not being able to live it. So as I was growing up, I looked at this, and, uh, of course, along the way, I came across the phrase, as you think, so you become. Your predominant habits of thinking generate your actions and your experience of life and therefore your resonant even your resonant field and therefore all of your results starting with your own moment to moment experience of life into your relationships and into the outer results like business results so i thought to myself well As you think, so you become. Thought creates reality. Well, how does it do that? Because if all you had to do was change your thought to change the world, then why do the same problems 
persist. Because we're not really changing our thought. We think we are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And that really was my great, what I consider my revelation, I have a chapter on it in the beginning of the book, was that we imagine we think freely. I call it the myth of choice. Mm. We have the possibility of choosing our thoughts. But the revelation was that I had the discovery through talking to Dr. Fred Allen Wolf, who is a a scientist, author, who makes quantum principles very popular. You probably know of him. I do. Your listeners may know of him from the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? and The Secret. And uh, he uh, wrote the foreword to my book, which I'm very grateful for. He's a good Mm -hmm. friend and my mentor in, in this. And so during the years we were talking, and and he showed me how discoveries of science, when, when science discovers something new, they develop new language. And then that language, that term, comes into our thinking through that languaging. So, for example, the most popular example is the term quantum leap. Now, before a scientist discovered in around 1927 that, you know, Energy doesn't move smoothly. It it leaps and bursts. And he called those quantum jumps or quantum leaps. Mm. And now that comes in and we use this in an everyday way to mean that we had a leap that's totally discontinuous with the past. In other words, with a quantum leap, there's no pathway. All right. So what you're saying is that our languaging has to be very different. The way what we say really has to change if we're going to change the way we think. Absolutely. And it's even, it's once, it's definitely that, Patricia, and even an octave beyond that, which is what I found out, is that, well, I actually discovered, this was my discovery, is that our thinking takes place in a system. So, you know, when you look at these principles, and quantum thinking is not about science, it's about how the discoveries of science shape the way we think. And it's basically a making the contrast between what I call the old world view, the industrial age, which gave rise to machines and automatic ways of doing things, thus automatic thinking, mm-hmm. and the new world view that's emerging now that many of your guests are you know their work is based in it the, what I call for short the quantum worldview. So the, uh, the so what are the is, essential principles, Diane? I mean, how would I distill that down for listener to understand what would be some basic principles of this way of thinking? A basic principle would would be that, and this is really important, is that we're always shaping our experience of reality. This is called the observer effect. The observer effect. I call it observer-created reality. Now, it looks obvious because we talk about, you know, that word, oh, how you perceive the world. But it's not Mm -hmm. how you perceive the world. It's what you actually bring to your observation of another person, of yourself, of a situation. So that if you walk into a business meeting, for example, and you're thinking the person that you're going to be meeting with, let's call her Mary, 
that Mary is tough to deal with, you know, not very connective, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really old world rigidity, then you're inter, you're holding her in yes. your awareness that way. And the quantum worldview is that there is no absolute way that someone is, a situation is. So it seems obvious. This is the difference between knowing this and actually integrating it into the way we are in our own being. So what you're saying is that the other, the the new way or the quantum think way of looking at this would be to go into that meeting with Mary without that preconceived notion. Well, it's not that it's without it, because this is where the automatic thoughts that are surrounding us, you see, a lot of our thoughts we didn't even choose. They're just in the culture, and we actually exist, you know, like, let's say, in the ethers, in the field of the, the culture surrounding us. So that thought, maybe we didn't even, we wouldn't even want to think a thought like that. So it's not that we go in without it. It's the difference in quantum thinking is you notice it. It's a heightened awareness. You notice the thought. I call it a least action pathway, the way the energy or the thought goes because it's been that route before. And you interrupt it. You just notice it. You don't try to get rid of it. You can't erase it. You have, the thought is there before you got there noticing it. As my husband would say, my husband's my partner, Alan Collins. And, uh, when you notice it, you can interrupt it. And on the spot, use the dynamic, the central dynamic of creating for human beings that we've been given by birthright is the power of intent. And it's a little different than intention, which is an end goal, but the power of intent, the ability to create, how do I want this person and and me, Mary and me, to experience our connection together? And you start creating silently right there. And it happens in a nanosecond. It's really instant. That really goes back to the idea of a quantum leap. You have a shift in consciousness. So what quantum thinking is, is having a whole system shift. Because the universe, we everything in the universe is in systems, including our thinking. So what we do is we make this leap. From the industrial age, and you said one of the principles, well, how did, what did that teach us? That taught us to be analytical, to try to predict and control nature, which gave us the either or that we see every day in the world. And move to the both and. So you start to think from the whole of your life. You start to see that you can interrupt those thought patterns. You start to know that everything is energy in flux. All right, so here, I, I want to I recap what you're saying because I think it's really, really important, and I think it's also very hard to do. I don't think it's as, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense and it works, but it's like anything else. You know, we give you the diet. That doesn't mean you're going to stick to it because we're so habituated. So I guess what I'm saying is that if, if I walk into a room and I'm going to be with a difficult family member, for example, or a difficult business person, and I'm very afraid or uptight about that, that automatic feeling or thought will come in. And what you're saying is let it come in and be aware of it 
and then open yourself up to a new way of thinking like a clean slate. Is that kind of what you're saying? It is, because what what you're doing is, you see, quantum think, this is what makes it easy. It's a little bit easier. I mean, it does take a conscious awareness, okay? But the way that it works, is it's learned not by acquiring, you know, new knowledge and think, how do I apply that principle, observer-created reality or energy in flux, these are some of the principles, or success to mastery. You, the way that it works is it happens naturally because it's through what I call the art of distinguishing, a new worldview of learning. And you do this a lot on your show, Patricia, is that with your guests, you bring something into the listener's awareness in such a way that they that you create a new relationship with it. So if I create for you a relationship with your thoughts, those automatic thoughts that are an outcome of the old world industrial age conditioning to the way we think as a culture, as a humanity, Mm-hmm. then it becomes, first of all, it's not personal. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you because, you know, something happened when you were four years old or last week. No, it's that you see. It's just an automaticity that comes from that stage of evolution that we now have the chance to leap out of. So you interrupt the thought because you know that just because you have a thought even if you have the emotion, the feeling that's associated with it, it is not the absolute truth. It's All right, just so one I, of I want those you to give us an example. Pathways. All right, if you could give us an example, either a business example or a personal example of someone you've worked with who you've seen change dramatically after using these teachings of quantum thinking. I definitely can, and you know there are so many. But I'll pick one gentleman. Uh, who works in a major corporation in a very high level, vice presidential level, and a corporation that you would know, but, you know, not revealing. <clears throat> and he had a situation with his manager and, uh, who was a one, you know, senior level beyond him. And what happened, what he, felt like this kind of disconnected, like he wasn't ever really connecting with his, quote, boss. And what happened is he had a performance review. And um, he, this man wrote something that was really deleterious, not good for him for the future in his, mm-hmm. right, in his work. I mean, now this is like, <laughs> this is in your performance review. And so we were working with him and, you know, consulting with him. And I said to him, look, for, well, first we worked on him with his, with, to alter the relationship with his boss. We said, how would you like him to relate to you? Well, I want him to relate to me as uh, we're partners together. Um, he experiences that I'm valuable. He experiences that, you know, I'm making a significant contribution to our business organization. Mm-hmm. I'll just use that because those are real. 
Mm-hmm. And what happens is it's nothing that he says to his, to his senior VP. It's that he shifts it because he knows that the reality, see, you're always holding your reality in place. It's either there by default, in this case, the default reality being, well, he doesn't value me, we don't really connect, blah, blah, blah. And the result of that reality was something poor, poorly said about him in his performance review. When he shifted the reality, because what you're doing in quantum thinking, the quantum world is reality is context dependent. You're going to get results that resonate with whatever context you're choosing to live from. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the time, we're not even choosing our context, as you brought out. So in this case, he chose a new context. He really had to see that whatever thought he had about his boss or about his boss's relationship with him was not, quote, it wasn't factual, it wasn't truthful, even though he may have had evidence for it. Old worldview is evidence-based, you know. New worldview is context-based, based in your intent. Well, what happened is I said to him, you know, why don't you go back and ask him, this is, by the way, very... Uh, <laughs> true Mm -hmm. and it's recent and i said why don't you go and this is quantum thinking thinking from infinite possibility that's another one of the very messed very important principles okay okay so he went thinking i'm thinking okay he thinks he got the performance review it's written it's in the records it's a big company this is how they do things i said why don't you go back and have a conversation with him and ask him to take that out distinguish for him how that is going to have not a good effect and in fact that it's not even the truth he just felt compelled to interpret you know this -hmm. this man's performance that way bottom line is he did it the guy took it out of his performance review and now they are as partners now my question to you is why do you think what shifted why do you think the boss, the so-called boss, took it out of his performance review. What was it that he said or did? He distinguished for his, this is what I'm talking about. In the art of distinguishing, you bring something into someone's awareness Mm -hmm. in such a way that they never related to it that way before. Yes. That's how he did it. And we can all, that's one of the quantum thing distinctions in my book. It's That's the name of it, The Art of Distinguishing a New Worldview of Learning. Because today, in today's world, look at it. We have all this amazing technology. It's fantastic. We have infinite choice. And what happens is that can become overwhelming. It is for a lot of people. You know, then they try to go to the old worldview thinking about it is, well, let me cut off. Let me simplify my life. And when you're quantum thinking, what you learn to do is you learn to live with the world and the way that it is changing to be so that you can keep your center, your peace of mind, your equanimity, and your what I call that place from which all mastery derives, all masterful decisions, you know, that clarity that it's like you're living in a walking, talking, meditative state. So with all of this infinite choice, 
you need to be able to be extremely centered and know, well, what is it that's right in this situation right now with this person? Could it, it could be different with the same person in just the next day, the next hour. And this is what I call moving from success to mastery, being able to think from infinite possibility, which is what will work in this situation and that is a re- that requires the art of distinguishing. So what he did is he distinguished about his performance. He distinguished a new way of relating with this person rather than relating to him as though he was distant and whether there was a you know like there was a lack of affinity. He related to him from the new context that they are partners in this that they are valuing one another, that they are, in a sense, peers. And because he was able to do that, this man changed his performance review. This is amazing. Now, what happens, um, Diane, when you're in a situation with a difficult person who can be snipey, uh, put you down, and it comes out of nowhere, you know, or they fly off the handle at you? How do you maintain your center and, you know, kind of pick yourself up after possibly being wounded emotionally from this and reframe and really use a quantum thinking technique? Well, this is, again, you know, this, again, comes up, coming up again, least action pathway, because what I call it, once you have the distinction, least action pathway, which, by the way, is not one of the 21 quantum think principles. It's a principle within infinite possibility because it's saying what stops us from thinking from infinite possibility in every moment are the least action pathways, these, these automatic behaviors, reactions. And so when you see someone else that way, what happens is you're – if you you don't take it personally because you realize that person, okay, my mother is having is in her own least action pathway, and so the first thing is to recognize that, and this is what I mean by creating a new relationship with you, how you're seeing the behavior, is you know maybe even if they are striking out at you, you're just saying, well, they're in their least action pathway. I'm not, I don't have to take this personally. In fact, it's not personal to me, even though it looks like it on the surface. And I can bring light. I call this bringing, that's an excellent practice. I'm so glad you asked me this question because I haven't thought about this lately. But you bring light to someone else's least action pathway. How yeah, and, and I have to tell you that, I mean, I've been through this. And it's it's not an easy thing to do in the moment when you're stunned. No, it's not an easy thing to do, uh, and especially with people who are you know close to you. I mean, I can you know when you get into like these spats with you, for my in my situation, let's say with my husband. I mean, but you see, this is why mastery 
is a practice. I call quantum thinking a mastery practice because what are we all here for? You know, we're all here to have a great, it's very fundamental. What do we really want in life? We want to know that we have the power to create a, a, a magical, a great life in every way. We want to be self-expressed. We want to be living our purpose. We want to be able to deal with all the, you know, right. the negative so, circumstances that so we So how do we practice, do. Diane? What's something that I could do every day or someone could do every day to practice? Well, the practice is, first of all, to learn the principles, which is why I wrote this book. You know, you said what led me to it. I mean, it was like I say in it, I didn't wake up one day and say, hey, I think I'll increase, you know, that quantum thing. It's like I was tapped on the shoulder as you have been, you, you who live your purpose very clearly and clear about it. So it's that you learn the principles. And in my book, Do You Quantum Think?, there are practices for the mind and awareness. And you start to practice them. But I just, you know, gave you, gave you one, which is to notice the least action pathway and interrupt it. So there are practices for each of the principles. Mm-hmm. I can give you another one that is, is just so powerful for people and very, very simple. And that is the practice to listen from not knowing. It's called, you know, if you think of the word not knowing as a hyphenated word. Now, we don't naturally listen from not knowing. What, is what do you mean? I, Listening give me an example. from not knowing is going into a situation, and when you have your reaction, okay, because as you said, somebody's attacking you, you feel it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, you know, you it hurts. And you can say to yourself, right there and then, you know, let me listen to this situation from not knowing. Let me be open to what positive, what positive uh, result can come from this? What can I learn from it? How can I learn to connect with this person in such a way, if I bring my light, my awareness to them, so that they're, you know, because we exist in fields. When you shift, you shift the whole relational field. And this is the beauty of being in relationship, whether it's with yourself or the other, is that that kind of result, you know, in terms of thought creates reality or the secret, and people say, well, I wanted a million dollars and I didn't get it the next day. No, because that takes longer in the physical. But in the relational world, you can shift Mm -hmm. it immediately because we're connected through the field of Mm -hmm. awareness, of intelligence, of energy. It's all of the above, of spirit. And, so, and it can help you in all areas. It can help you in your professional life, in your health, in your relationship. I mean, in any, as you said, relational, in any relationship. Exactly. So what you're doing is you're catching yourself. A lot of times you're catching yourself in a thought you have that you're attached to, in an attachment, right? We know this from meditation, right? Be non Practice non-attachment. That's one of the practices. And you get into the state of a perspective of all perspectives. 
And the practice for that is practicing non-attachment. So what I'm talking about a lot of different things because it is a system. And what happens is you learn them one at a time. And you just take that one practice, listen from not knowing. You're, you're with somebody who you've known for, you know, 10 years and you think you know them and half the time we're not even listening to wh- who they are in that moment, right, Patricia? Because you're so in your own way that you think you know this person. So this is why it has to be practiced as a conscious act in the moment. Mm. And to answer your question earlier about, you know, like, how do you do this? It seems hard. The more we practice, as you know, and I've heard many of your guests say it, because it's part of the quantum universal truth, what we focus on expands. What we hold in our awareness, we give energy and therefore additional mass to. So the more you practice this heightened awareness, the ability to interrupt a, tr- a thought that is not the truth, the ability to bring light to someone else's least action pathway, including your own, the ability to let me listen to this situation from not knowing, it doesn't have to be stuck in cement. Okay. All right, we, we have uh, just a few minutes left. So. Um, what I'd like to do is offer, I know that you are offering our listeners today the Ultimate Study Group, which is a free online group that gathers twice a month to learn these principles and shift from success to mastery. And so, folks, you can go to diannecollins.com, and that's Diane with two N's and Collins with two L's, diannecollins.com and sign up today for the complimentary Ultimate Study Guide group online, which sounds fascinating, Diane. We only have a couple minutes, so we probably don't have time to go through the 21 principles. But, <laughs> but why don't you, why don't you, um, you know, what are your closing thoughts for our listeners? What's your message that you'd really like to get across today, bottom line? Well, my message is this, that we all, <clears throat> we know we're in a time of a great transition for humanity, really, And what we all need is it's going to happen through a leap in consciousness. So that sounds very big and lofty. But what I want everyone to realize is that when you put this all together into this system, that you can do it like almost instantaneously because what it does is it connects. When you read this book, it connects to something which is universal in us, and it touches a chord. And it's like saying everything (laughs) that you're already feeling, thinking, sensing, hearing in snippets and bits and pieces, and putting it all together so that you can integrate it at a deeper level. And what I want people to know is we can make that leap. All right. And, folks, log on to DianeCollins.com. D-I-D-I-A-N-N-E-C-O-L-L-I-N-S dot com. And she is offering you a complimentary ultimate study guide group online. It's basically right, it's a, it's a study group. It is teleconference. And by the way, the next one is 5 o'clock Eastern time today. So if you go, if you go in there and just fill in the join our mailing list, I'll send you the, um, the phone number for today. And it's free and we do it twice a month and it's fun. 
Well, I, it sounds, it really does. It's something that I'm, I'm going to have to sign up for because it sounds fascinating. I would fascinating. love you to be there. You would be such a great contribution. Patricia. Well, thank you. And I know that there are 21 essential principles and log on to DianeCollins.com and you will learn all of them. Diane, thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah. So yeah. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Stay on the line. All right, folks. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive living, you can write to me at Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Until next week, bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.